Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Mark. Mark, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here today to have a conversation with me. Thank you, Cindy. I'm happy to be here. This should be a significant challenge, I think, and enjoyable. <laughs> I love it. So before we went live, as always, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you, which I knew you were super curious about. So what stood out to you with the, the, this tiny little reading that I gave you? Well, you've got my philosophy down exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not about the material victory, you know, money and accumulation of money. Uh, you know, it's not about all of the, uh, the things that motivate people a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you would call them. I think what uh, acquisitiveness, rivalry, vanity, the love of power, those are minor drivers uh, in my, my desire system. Yeah. They're kind of infinite desires. And, and I say, hey, I accept that those are real and, and those do motivate me somewhat in a small way, give me a little bit of excitement to keep me going. And that's okay. They're not my main drivers. They can't be, especially anything having to do with the acquisition of power. I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. I am interested, as we have discussed earlier, in bringing forth greater knowledge so that humanity can expand their consciousness. And you do this by delivering wisdom and truth, fundamental truths to the world. So the, your reading basically stated that. As us numerologists say, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it, was it. In, it was in perfect agreement. And that's a very subtle thing to pick up for me. You'd have to do a lot of reading about me in order to mm -hmm. really pick that up. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the nature of my life journey. That's, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. And I, I have to hold a steady course. And not being obsessed with wealth and power is, is the way to do that. Yeah, I love that so much. So you touched on something already, and we're just going to dive right in because of the work that you do in the world. So I want to know how you define unity consciousness. Well, I think it, it, it's just about, well, we're really all one. And we learned this from NDE experiences, from mediums. Uh, there's an abundance of evidence that says as soon as we pass away and as soon as we're back on the other side, we're all connected. Yeah. And, and, and when we're alive and in the, this body, this um, avatar, <laughs> this particular model, which we call human, and, and then you have a race, that's the type. Uh, it's <laughs> it, it's, it's like 
<laughs> it's just it's just another setup scenario. There's so many other planets out there. We're all connected, not just all the humans, not all just all the races here, but uh, to the aliens, ETs, other life forms uh, at, at every level, because I, my theory, the theory of super relativity is a theory of intelligent design, everything. And, and I will give you a quote from um, uh, Father Rick Wendell. This really sums up the unity topic physically he he's talking to god on the other side and, and he's told this all of this three-dimensional world is within god there is nothing outside of god everything within this physical universe has to correspond to laws and god set those laws they are immutable as god is immutable none of this what we see and experience is an accident it is intentioned by god so we're all connected and the whole kind of getting us to a higher level of consciousness is really about waking up, awakening to that fact, and reconnecting and stop contending against each other, stop competing, stop warring, and work, start working together. And then this whole system, uh, really, this whole planet becomes a peaceful environment that everybody could live, love, and 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 learn in without uh, without great suffering, but we're a ways off from that yet. So that's what that means to me: unity, consciousness, just get getting everybody on the same page, yeah. a page that has all the truth on it, not mm. nonsense. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Getting everybody on the same page of the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. So what kind of rituals or habits do you have in place that allow you to stay devoted to this concept of unity consciousness that kind of help you be in the human experience, but also unified? Perseverance, I would say. Mm -hmm. Keeping moving forward. Uh, do not let negative thinking stop me from achieving. Uh, developing just the kind of, uh, over time, even though there was great suffering involved getting up to this point in my life, mm -hmm. uh, not letting negative talk, that lower consciousness level, talk you out of achieving. And, and so basically that's, I try to, try to follow a happy path. I look up at the sky a lot and I feel better immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you just raise your, your level of consciousness. Uh, be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, don't get angry at every little thing. And uh, that's kind of the, what I'm working on because that's a personal thing. Because in my younger years, I had a lot of anger. A lot of things went wrong. Mm -hmm. And I didn't handle that very well. And I'm sorry for the people who are out there listening and knew me back in the younger days. Yeah, I, I made some mistakes mm -hmm. and uh, learning from that and then consciously thinking about it. Say, you want the rest of your life to be something good when you go to the big replay in front of God and you're, and you're going over all the details. You, you want to gather up for your rewards, as many good things as you can and many good positive experiences. And so 
that main focus on trying to do that, communicating with people peacefully and you know non-aggressively, but affirmatively is important. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that so much. And you know, it's so important that we you know forgive ourselves for past mistakes. I think all humans have gone through something where we've done something we regret. But then also saying, okay, well, what can I do to be a better human? What can I do in my mind to think differently, feel differently, and really just move our lives forward so that we're living better lives and, you know, going into our deathbed, not being upset about our life. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the work that you do in the world. Okay. Well, uh, I wrote the book, Master of Reality. It was a retirement project. Uh, I, I started the first day of retirement, January 2nd. Uh, I guess it's about five years ago now. Mm-hmm. And it took four years to write the book. And um, it was just a compilation of my notes, thoughts, and ideas on the subject of uh, topic of super relativity, mm-hmm. which is a theory and an extension of Einstein's work. I, I followed his path because really he's the guy that had it, had it almost all figured out. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so I did the work. I, I, I achieved what I believe was the unified field theory solution. And I wrote a paper on it. It's on ResearchGate. That came out after the book. The book just highlights the math that was involved. And then I did the mathematical work uh, later on with the help. I had a hired a physicist to train me in the solutions that I found while on the internet. They're many years old, like mm-hmm. come from Newton's time. Mm-hmm. And I used a dynamical geometry, part of which I discovered in a near death experience from somebody else who I recognize as whole. Oh, that's the dynamical geometry that Einstein was looking for. Mm. And, and so the, in this book, there's so many revelations. It's just takes, took my breath away when it was over. And I read, I said, gee, this seems like it's really on target that there's like, there's so many discoveries in there. It's not just the, how, where gravity come from, uh, the work with anti-gravity and how to break the light speed barrier. And, you know, it goes on and on and, and star creation and um, planet creation. I managed to work that out. I'm pretty darn sure I'm right about that. And that's, that's a Nobel prize worthy winning idea. That's just waiting for somebody to realize is correct. And Mm -hmm. the evidence is out there, but uh, those are the kinds of things that go on in this book. It's a 500-page uh, massive effort to get the truth out there and raise the consciousness of humanity. So that's what I'm I'm working on now, promoting that book and doing experiments in the lab. I want to try to uh, see if I can um, work out a way to demonstrate how to create anti-gravity. Beautiful. I love it. Well, thank you for doing this work in the world. I think it's really important. And we will make sure that all the listeners have a link to your website so they can go find your book um, if they want to explore the science just a little bit more. 
True. I know we've got a mix of science and spirituality on Rebel Radio, so you know Good. whatever whatever suits your fancy. But um, I've got a copy of the book and I've started reading it, and it, there's some gold in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing most people say. There's like some real solid gold nuggets yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many errors I found in physics that are shocking, mm -hmm. like the way they measure the speed of light is incorrect, mm -hmm. and that's covering up the collapse of the universe as it's really happening right now, which is another discovery and, mm -hmm. and the slowing down of the speed of light. And, and <laughs> there's just so much going on that needs to be discovered, but because everybody wants to maintain the status quo in, in physics, they're, they cover, they actually actively cover these things up. Yeah. And so we don't get to the truth. And then if you try to uh, alert them, they start calling names. That's really not good. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I expect better of you guys out there. Uh, not everybody's like that, but there's a few that get quite angry when you start to point out things that are wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, I find that some physicists don't really like that. They don't like to be disagreed with. It's a human condition that our egos don't like to be wrong, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I, and in my part, I have to learn not to take any criticism personally. Yeah. And just say, okay, let's talk about that. And, uh, you know, I agree or I disagree. And, and that's that. Yeah, agree to disagree and move on. I mean, what would it be like if every single human on the planet had the exact same opinions? It'd be yeah. pretty boring. Well, it would be like living in nazi germany or something I don't, <laughs> usually when everybody agrees it, that's 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 the road to trouble yeah. uh, uh maybe someday we can get to uh you know it's it's so simple what fixes everything every problem on this planet right now is just one thing that can do it all love yes. if we were to actually love each other as much as we, you know, love ourselves and what we want and so forth, but I mean, really care for each other mm -hmm. deeply and passionately, you, you would, mankind would stop hurting each other. The wars would stop. The fighting in the political realm would stop. If everybody just started listening and trying to get along and cooperating, loving, yeah. it all goes away. It all gets fixed. And yes. that's been going on. Um, for centuries you, right i love that you bring that up and i just want to touch on that a little bit because you know we want to i work in the industry where we're trying to help raise the consciousness of the planet where we're working as coaches we love deeply and what i see is most of humans out there who struggle with the love for others it's because there's not a lot of love on the inside Right. And so we love our egos. We tell our, e oh, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. It's this way. It's got to be this way. But there's not that deep self-love of accepting our egos for trying to keep us safe, of accepting the mistakes that we've made in our lives, of accepting the fact that we're humans and we experience the full spectrum of emotion. And so without that inner self-love, we can't move that out into the world and love each other. Right. So in, in att attached to your point there, love is the answer and it's got to yeah. start from the inside. 
Yeah, the Beatles said it. Right? <laughs> love is the answer. I love it. So good. <laughs> so good. All right. So we kind of touched on this a little bit because you're not driven by power or wealth or uh, let me rephrase that power or money. So right. I want to know because every guest that I've ever had has a different definition for the word wealth or abundance. And I would love to know what wealth means to you. Sure. Wealth to me is a means to an end. I did not write my book or develop my theory of super relativity for the sole purpose of enriching myself financially. Whatever wealth I create in this lifetime will be used to conduct experiments that lead to discoveries, help to cover travel experiences, expenses, and be used to support the security and health and care of my family. Um, it, it's just a means to an end. Yeah, it helps you pay the bills. <laughs> it's not evil to, to, to <laughs> want, you know, I don't hate people who are super wealthy or whatever. They had a challenge. They were probably came into this life to do that. Yeah. And and see what they could do when they became wealthy, you know, how they shared and how they maybe did great things, uh, not just acquiring the wealth. Now, if you were a person that what I don't like with people who acquire wealth, if they do it over dead bodies and other people's harming other people. Yeah, I don't you know, I don't care for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but in, in general, it's just a means to an ends. I have like a, a number that I think I need to, in order to have everything I need to, to, to eat and, and have shelter and yeah. uh, pay and the I bills. Love I love that no. you also added in taking care of my family and doing the work that I want to do in the world. Right. And everybody. Yeah purpose here on this planet is different and some people might want or need more than others and that's okay but it's that the means to an end to cover the purpose of your life yeah but this is the physical realm and that's part of the game yeah like it or not right <laughs> we're all living in these you, avatars play the game yeah we when we go into the body it changes our thinking yeah. right away when we pop out of our bodies and, and we're spirits, you noticed all these things that you cared so much about, you know, you're not just not connected to even your body. They look at their body and say, I don't have any attachment to that when I'm out of my body. So you lose all those attachments in the spiritual realm. But, you know, to be that much into it and live is counterproductive if you need to accomplish things in the physical realm yes you, you've got to have some of that yes to keep you motivated to do the work exactly uh, i love that you know i've worked with a lot of spiritual healers and coaches who abhor the money they don't want the money and so they give away all their services sometimes to the detriment of their own well-being and I always bring them back to this awareness that, yes, you are a spiritual being, but you live in this 3D experience and you are designed to create in this 3D experience. And the way the game is played, that means money. <laughs> right. That, that's yeah. just the system that's set up here. You just yeah. don't let it rule you, yes. especially and not to do any kind of harm. Yeah. As long as you play within the golden rule. Yes. And, and go about your life. Hey, 
make as much as you can, be successful. Uh, I used my money uh, in great amounts for buying lab equipment, a lot of yeah. lab equipment, a lot <laughs> of parts. <laughs> and my wife is very cooperative. She knows I'm dedicated to making this dream come true. I'm, I'm going to do the best I can because I don't want to go in front of the father in the end and say, you know, I just didn't feel like it or I was just uh, didn't want to bother you know it was hard <laughs> or, or to that point I don't want to go to the father and say oh I didn't have enough money to live my purpose out <laughs> yeah right right and so oh, oh you think money was more important huh right let me exactly. send you back again and we'll try this all over again until you get it right. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love yeah, that. I mean, there's the bigger picture in play here and that's what people have to come to realize. That's the kind of, that's the work you're doing, getting them to see the yes. bigger picture. Yes. And, yes. and then when you get there, you get that unity consciousness that you're talking about. You, That's the big picture. <laughs> Exactly. I yeah. love that. Oh my gosh, Mark, I have appreciated this conversation so much. Thank you for sharing your work with the world. Thank you for writing that book. Four years to write a book is no joke. Thank you. And as always, we end the show with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world? Um, I wish that humanity would stop finding ways to hate each other and to learn to get along and work together. I would love for the people of Earth to join our brothers and sisters in the universe, ETs, aliens, whatever you call them, and explore new worlds together. It would be the greatest adventure humanly possible. Imagine that. Imagine right? that. What fun that could be. And, and <laughs> you know, let's stop, you know, thinking of the aliens as the enemy. I don't really think they are. They're highly evolved beings and you don't get that to that place being crude uh, imperialists that just want to, you know, knock out other worlds and take over. If they wanted to do that, they would have done it here already. Uh, so that's my dream. Just uh, everybody start you know, unity consciousness. <laughs> yes. Oh, beautiful. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.